I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle One Piece at a Time. My name is Alex, and today this is going to be just a solo episode. Um, We're going to be talking all about biomedical treatment. We're going to be talking about our journey with biomedical treatment and just the impact that it had on Grayson. A lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about today you can find on our blog at www.buildingthepuzzle.com um, just so that in case you forget anything and in case you need to see it out in writing um, depending on how you are best at retaining this information. Um, so let me first start off by the beginning of our journey and how I came across the biomedical treatment. Um, so we've talked many times that we knew nothing about autism. We knew literally zero. Um, we knew nothing about treatment. We knew, um, literally nothing. I remember, and I've talked about this before, the first time finding out that Grayson was possibly autistic, um, there were lots of emotions going on. There were emotions that I'm not proud of, um, that I was just ignorant to the world of autism that I didn't understand. Um, I was very, very uneducated and I will be the first one to say that. Um, it taught me a lot as far as judging other parents in situations. Um, You know, if you see a child acting out, don't automatically just kind of look at the parent, like, why are you not disciplining or teaching your child? Um, Because that's not how it is in the world of autism. So definitely made me more of a sympathetic person, and it definitely taught me not to speak on or judge the things that I do not know about. Um, So the beginning of our journey um, with biomedical treatment was just Grayson was struggling really, really bad. And we were doing a lot of research at that time. We were reading a lot of books. We were reading Jenny McCarthy's book, um, Healing Autism, Healing and Preventing Autism. Um, and we thought, okay, there, there might be something here. What can hurt from us trying vitamins? It's not anything really invasive at all. Um, it's nothing that will kill him or, you know, that we have to worry about pharmaceutically. Um, like some of the drugs have an effect, um, on you. Some of the drugs that they were talking about when he first got diagnosed, not that they wanted to put him on them then because he was only two, um, but that they could think about later on, uh, were really strong medications. They were seizure medications. They were very mind altering And I didn't feel comfortable even discussing that. In some situations, yes, absolutely necessary. It depends what the situation is, though. I did not feel like we were there. Um, So, and again, the doctor was not talking about putting him on those prescriptions at the time. It was just later on if we needed to. It was very hard at the age of two to gauge how severe the autism is and what level it's on. Just because without um, certain interventions like ABA, that was before we had started ABA therapy, um, it's really hard to get a gauge on that. So until you have tried a lot of behavioral routes and therapies, you can't really put a level on it. So, um, so I thought, okay, what can we lose from this? You know, there's books out about it. There's a lot of research on it. There are Facebook groups on different protocols for you to do. 
um, concerning diet and biomedical treatments, such as vitamins, holistic approach. Um, and I'll, I'll dig more into that in a few minutes. But I thought, okay, what do we have to lose? So I thought, I'm going to set up an appointment with a biomedical doctor, see where we stand, and kind of just get a feel for everything. Um, so that's what I did. I found a biomedical doctor, which is not the easiest. We also have a list for you guys. If you go on to buildingthepuzzle.com, you will find a list. It's under the tab D-A-N slash L-A-N doctors. And on there, it has every single state. And there's a whole list of biomedical holistic doctors um, that actually specialize in autism. Um, DAN doctor stands for Defeat Against Autism. So they're... You know, go on there, check out the list. Anything that you're close to is definitely uh, worth just going and getting some information about it. So we set up the appointment. We went. Um, we went through a lot of information. Uh, everything about Grayson from the time I carried him all the way till current. Um, we did some testing. Since it's, v- it would be impossible to get blood work. I was going to say very difficult, but it would be impossible to get blood work from Grayson. Um, so what we did was we cut his hair. The doctor cut his hair all the way to the scalp. Um, we took multiple patches, and then they sent that away. Um, they tested for heavy metals and vitamin deficiencies and just levels overall of vitamins and minerals. Minerals are super important. Everybody thinks sometimes it's just vitamins. It's not. You need minerals, too. So we did the whole whole work up here. Um, there were a lot of heavy metals that came back. Um, such as arsenic, um, there, there was just, there was tons, um, mercury. So they give you a printout of all of that. We had a couple deficiencies in vitamins. Um, so immediately we came out with a treatment plan. We came up with low dose vitamins, ones that I wanted to try that I was researching on my own and, um, ones that a family member had told me about. I actually have a distant cousin who is very, very involved in autism spectrum disorder. He has autism centers all over the world, um, including Mexico, Spain, um, possibly Turkey, don't quote me on that, a couple in the United States, Panama. Um, So they're all over. So I knew he was knowledgeable. So I contacted him, kind of gave him the rundown of Grayson, and he had mentioned two or three vitamins. Um, So I knew I wanted to try those because I knew that he knew what he was doing. Um, so I mentioned those to the biomedical doctor and we immediately started all of them. Um, we started very, very low dose. So, um, low and slow is what they say. Um, you can always add on. So it's better to see kind of what's working and you always start one at a time. So we would start one, wait a week and then start another one so that we could see, was there one that was causing agitation? Was there one that didn't agree? It's, it's exactly as if you were starting out food for, a your baby. Um, you give one food, you don't give another one for three, four days, make sure there's no allergy. It's the same type of, um, process. So literally after the first night we had started, the first vitamin we started with was fish oil. And after the first night you could see a difference. Um, Grayson was more alert. He was aware. He was really, he's always had good eye contact, but this was just on a whole nother level. Um, You know, our pediatrician never thought he was autistic because he has great eye contact. He'll stare at you. But this was just, 
he was still doing the same amount of eye contact, but it was like he understood. He there was more of a connection there. Um, and I was like, oh my god! Like I remember, kept I kept saying to Sean, like, oh my god, look at him! Like he's really paying attention. Like he's not just looking. You can see he's focused and listening. It was just a whole different world, and you know, it it was incredible to watch the changes. Um, we literally started on a Friday, and I remember Monday morning when therapy came back because we had just started ABA like a month before this. Um, and Grayson, you couldn't get him to focus. You couldn't get him to do any trials. We had no programs at all. You couldn't even give him a demand. Um, and that was really when I had, you know, seen that last month how he was working in ABA. And I thought, okay, we can't have the same thing we had in early intervention. I know he knows this stuff, but I got to get him to focus. So I thought we just need a little something. And that was when I said we need to go the biomedical route because it felt the safest. I felt like, you know, um, putting him on a B vitamin, the worst that could happen is he gets a little diarrhea, you back off a little bit. Um, so I felt really comfortable with that. And I like, again, what do you have to lose? Um, there's not going to be a serious side effect other than diarrhea or something like that. Um, so I thought it's worth it to us. It's 100% worth it. And... Um, you know, insurance does not cover biomedical treatment. So that's all out of pocket. And again, it was still worth it. Um, it was very expensive, I have to say, but I could, I don't know where we would be if it wasn't for them. Um, that was the change of everything. That was a total game changer. Um, that was when Grayson reached his full potential. Grayson was then able to work. We were able to implement programs. He was handling demands. He was understanding and his receptive language was, was blossoming and taking off. Everything was happening so quickly and it was just, it was so promising. Everything looked fantastic. You just, you literally could not believe your eyes. And people noticed it, people that weren't around him all every time and every day, noticed it immediately they would always comment like wow he seems so different you can really tell the changes and I was like yeah we started biomedical treatment um a lot of people put it down in the beginning even our BCBA and our therapist our old BCBA and therapist that we had a long time ago and they were like yeah we don't know you know don't there's no facts on biomedical treatment so we really can't say so I was like okay well what do you have to lose we'll see how it works and I remember three days later, our BCBA turned and said, I'm telling everybody about this. I mean, it was just night and day, the changes. So it was pretty incredible. So yeah, the first one was fish oil. Then we, it just, everything went week after week by that. And we went up on dosages. We had really no bad side effects. Um, we had a little bit of diarrhea, backed off, and then it kind of um, evened itself out on all of that. So what we did, I will go down the list of the vitamins that we gave to Grayson, and then I will talk a little bit about them. So we did fish oil. We did DMG. Um, if your child cannot take DMG, then it would be TMG. So I don't mean like cannot take like something's wrong. I mean not responding to it well, then you might have to do TMG. Um, the, we did vitamin B12. You can do injection or orally. Um, it's methyl B12. We also did mineral drops. We did a probiotic in the morning, half an hour prior to anything, eat or drink. Um, we did 5-HTP for sleeping, but we only did that for a short amount of time because it started just not working, and then Grayson didn't have a problem. He never had a sleeping problem, um, but we ran into one problem when he just kept waking up multiple times in the night. But then we figured out that it was just because wasn't next to us so he would fall right back asleep as soon as we went back next to him so it was just like a security thing um 
We also did Instatol or Ionestol, however you want to say it. We use that. That's a liver detox um, supplement, and we use that for anxiety, and that works very, very well. Um, we did that four times a day, and every one of the supplements we did went into Grayson's milk. Um, and on previous episodes, we talked about taking him off a of cow's milk at a very young age. I would say around uh, 18, 20 months, roughly, between 18 and 24 months, we took him off of cow's milk. And we put him on half rice milk, half hemp milk. And the reason we did the half and half was because the hemp milk had the fat content that we needed equal to whole milk. Um, whereas the rice milk didn't, so we need to make we we needed to make sure that nutritionally he was getting that same intake and that wasn't changing. So we did half and half, and the vitamins went right into the bottle, um, sippy cup, whatever. Um, and then what had happened was when Grayson began losing his teeth, the first two teeth he lost were pretty traumatic to him. Um, he kept begging me to put them back in. He didn't quite understand, and he kept trying to drink the bottle, um, and it was right. The two teeth he lost were the bottom front, and he kept trying, and he was hysterically crying. He couldn't drink the bottle because I guess he was having pain after the teeth fell out, and he was scared. It was uncomfortable, not what he was used to, and it was a change for him. That is very hard for children on the spectrum sometimes. Um, And that is the day that the vitamins stopped, and I thought, okay. It was scary. I thought, this this is going to be really bad. This could be a shit show, honestly. Um, and it was in the beginning. It was really difficult. It was scary. Um, I think I was having some PTSD, just taking me back to the moments before we started biomedical treatment because we were just in such a different place. Um, and I remember saying to Sean, like, I feel like it's happening again. I feel like we're, we're, we're going down again. Um, and it was, it was a lot to take in. And I think it was the hardest on me and Grayson because, well, Grayson the most, then me. Because, like I said, it took me back to that time before biomedical when he was really struggling. And I remember those days just just going through it. And, I mean, Grayson was upset during that short amount of time for a few months. Just every day, all day, he was crying. He was nonstop. And that didn't bother me, the crying or anything like that. I always had a lot of patience with that. Um, it was the fact that I didn't know what to do for him. No matter what you did, it was something internally going on. Um, and it was difficult to watch. It made me more heartbroken. It never made me frustrated. It made me sad for him. Um, and mom mode just fully kicked in like, okay, I need to research and I need to help this, this child. Um, I can't just do the miminal. I, miminal. I need to really step it up and give it my all. And that was just when everything changed. That's when we started biomedical, um, and, you know, we just completely um, went your non-traditional routes. Um, we seem to do things a little different like that. And it's funny because we were never for the holistic route. But going through this whole journey made me realize so much of how much I actually believe in it because I saw the changes happen before my eyes. Um, and there was just no denying it. So... Uh, they were the vitamins we did. The vitamins stopped as soon as the teeth started falling out. Um, it got bad, but then we leveled out. Now, sometimes if we're having some behaviors, I will try to get him back onto one, and I'll put it into his yogurt. Um, I did put him back on one two weeks ago, and that was the speaking, this one for speech and behaviors. It's called DMG. 
Um, I don't even, I don't even want to butcher this whole entire name, but um, it's dimethylglycine. I think I said that right. It's an amino acid. Um, and I tried that and we had some agitation, but there could be other things going on. So I backed off agitation's not here. What I will do is I will wait a few more days. I will try it again. If we have agitation, he may not need that one anymore then because if there's been agitation the last couple of times, then that might not be necessary for his body anymore. Um, and then I'll just go down the line uh, and see what we need to administer and what we don't. So as of right now, he has been on nothing. He's doing good. Behavior is... Um, a little different than what it was. It's still, he's doing great. There's, we're having some behaviors, but mostly they're not just behaviors to have behaviors. They, he's getting upset over a song on the iPad. Um, and you have to remember, he's had a lot of changes. He's lost his therapist of three years. Um, we had another therapist for three, four months. She's gone. We just today started with someone brand new again. So that's a lot, especially for a six-year-old to understand. Um, and Grayson just turned six the other day. We had a birthday. Um, but that's a lot of change and that's a lot of change for any child. So I, that is all taken into consideration. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, Grayson's having behaviors. No, Grayson's going through a lot of change. And to be honest, compared to the amount of changes he's going through, he's an angel. He's not, he is right where he needs to be and like I said compared to the changes he's going through yeah I don't see any behavioral problem um it just basic stuff so the biomedical doctors were very different than your traditional developmental pediatrician or regular pediatrician they sit you down your appointment's three four hours you're sitting there and you're telling them everything from start to finish and they look at the child as a whole. It was just a whole different experience than going to the pediatrician. I felt like they understood more. It was just more sympathy. Um, just, you know, after we got done talking about Grace and I remember the doctor getting down to my eye level and just saying like, okay, so how are you doing? Um, what is some of the things that you're experiencing going through all of this? And it was just um, really nice to have that interaction and that level of care um, for both of us because it's not just the child. Um, you as parents are dealing with this too. Yes, the child is the one that is really feeling all of it. You might get frustrated. You might lose your patience. You might feel at your wit's end or just what do I do? But ultimately, that child is the one that's really taken the brunt of it. So any time that I thought, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? I thought, you know what? He feels worse than I do. He has no idea what to do or what's even going on. He's six, and at the time, five or four or three, even younger at two. He's, you know, a young child. This is scary. You know, imagine not having full control of yourself or thinking or feeling like that. Just, you know... Um, and not being able to even verbalize. And I think that's where a lot of frustration takes place too for Grayson is he cannot verbalize what is going on. And that's where the behaviors step in. So there were um, lots and lots of decreases in behaviors. There was high alertness. There was a lot of paying attention and a lot of focus during therapy and in every other area when we started biomedical treatment. Um the only thing we haven't tried yet is the injections of B12, and we have 
considered it many times. We have not completely said no, and we haven't decided when we're doing it. Um, it is definitely something I would try, though. Um, maybe soon we may. Um, give it a shot. Why not? We have nothing to lose. It's an injection of B12. You do it at home. Um, doctor supplies it, and you literally do it when they're sleeping. Um, a lot of times when you do B12 orally, a lot of times the stomach acid kills it, so most doesn't even get absorbed by the body. Um, so we have gone back and forth with that idea. Um, and that is very promising, it seems. We have read many, many testimonials of children who start speaking very, very shortly after starting B12. Um, there's a lot of biomedical doctors who use B12. You can find a lot of information on it, on B12 and autism through YouTube or even Rumble, which is, um, really up and coming now from, you know, other than YouTube. Um, and it's also, which is, um, honestly a shock to me, it's actually on the Autism Speaks website now. So if you go there, you will find information in an article about B12, um, which is, which is really great to see, honestly, because no, I'm going to be honest, no medical doctor is going to tell you that vitamins work. You can go to any developmental pediatrician that you want, and I don't care who they are. Most of them are going to say there's no science-based evidence that vitamins work, um, and they're going to say that for most of the things other than what they recommend. Um, and I'm not one that is quick to just throw a child on medication. Um, like I said earlier, if it is necessary, absolutely. But why not try simpler, easier, and non-invasive things before you go that route? What do you have to lose by going on vitamins for two, three months and seeing if it works? And then saying, okay, um, it's not working. He, you know, Our child is pretty severe. We need to try the medication. Let's see how that works out. And then going from there. Um, but you can't lose anything. It's definitely worth it. Will you have to put out the money in the beginning? Yes, for the first couple appointments, you will. We were going to appointments every two, every two weeks, but that is not necessary all the time um, at all. So you can develop your own little schedule with the doctor. And once you're on a set regimen, you don't need to go there. It's, you're just maintaining that. Um, but I definitely recommend getting your child's levels um, looked at, getting, you know, if they can do blood work, great. If not, there are other ways. So don't just think, oh, well, we can't get blood work. So, you know, we need to, we can't do this at all. Um, there are other ways, hair tests, like I said, and everything, and let the biomedical take care of that. They have a lot of ways of doing this. We even did stool and urine um, where they tested all of that to see any kind of food allergy, everything, everything. Because sometimes, even with diet, you're not always allergic, but you are reactive sometimes, and you don't even know it. Um, certain dyes in food can make autism symptoms um, worse. It can increase behaviors, bad behaviors. Um, you want to try to make sure you're staying away from the food colorings, um, red and blue specifically. Um, you can also go onto Facebook and you can look up certain protocols. Go onto Google, type in diet protocols concerning autism. You will see name check protocol. You will see the gluten-free, dairy-free protocol. You will see multiple protocols. Um, and I believe in that. And that was another reason we stopped um, cow's milk and that was another huge change we saw once we stopped cow's milk Grayson was completely different also um, there were a lot of positive changes so these things have effect um, kids on the spectrum should not be having a lot of sugar that also will make the stimming things like that worse um, and I think sometimes parents overlook these things Grayson has never been into sugary things sweet things the only thing we cannot get him off of is the dairy as far as yogurt. 
He's not on cow's milk, like I said, but he does eat a lot of yogurt. Um, and the yogurt is good for him, so I kind of, because he doesn't eat any candy or dessert or anything like that, it's like vegetables all day with roasted chicken, mashed potatoes. He eats like yellow rice and chicken, but it's vegetables at every single meal. So if he wants yogurt, he can have the yogurt. Um, but I do buy the baby and the kids so that it's as least amount of sugar as you can get. I buy the Stonyfield. Um, I was buying like the Nickelodeon Paw Patrols and he hated them because they're so sweet. Um, and they have a lot of sugar. So you want to watch out for those things. Um, especially if you're going to do biomedical treatment or just start with those things if you can't afford biomedical treatment right now. Try to cut out some gluten stuff. Put them on gluten-free. If they eat pasta, try gluten-free pasta, things like that, and see if you notice changes. I also recommend keeping a, um, a notebook of each time you change something, you add something in, and write down what progress, if any, has been made and the changes date when you started these things. That is what I did. I dated and wrote down dosages when we started, how much he got, um, and changes that we noticed while starting that, that supplement. Um, and that keeps you really organized because when you are dealing with so many dosages and supplements, it's very easy to get sidetracked. I remember in the very, very beginning, I was like, okay, how many do I do with this? And I had to look at the sheet every single time. And then within a week, I was like, okay, like just mixing everything because you get so used to it. Um, but it helps to have everything written down because even now, three years, two years after we started biomedical treatment, I can pull that notebook out and I can relay that all to a doctor or whoever it may be. And it's important to even in your traditional medicine with your pediatricians because that way you have a whole journal here of the changes that happened and hopefully somebody one day will take a look at this. Um, and I also don't think I talked about the last thing I want to touch on that I just want to mention. I'm not going to go deep into this because again, you guys can go to the blog and there, there is a lot of blog posts. I did extensive information on there that you can find out literally anything. Um, there's a lot of, uh, medical explanation on there. So definitely check that out. But um, vitamin B6 and magnesium, super important. You definitely want a vitamin that is high in B6 and magnesium. I will say we do not uh, talk about, you know, prescribing or starting your child or give any advice like that um, on this podcast. Um, this is in no way medical advice, but I will say the one that is super promising that you might want to do some research on, even contact the company, they're fantastic, is a vitamin called Super Nuthera. That is three words. It's super, S-U-P-E-R. Second word is new, N-U, and is in Nancy, U as an umbrella. And the third word is thera, and that's T-H-E-R-A. Um, they are a supplement company, company that started with taking children on the spectrum into consideration. Um, mentally challenged children, things like that. Now everybody takes them. Adults, every adult takes, not every adult, but regular adults, neurotypical adults, everything, take their vitamins. They're very, very good. Um, and they're still very prominent in the autism world. Um, so definitely check out their website. They have all different vitamins, but we did the Super Nuthera, we did the liquid. I definitely want to order and try the powder. Um, since we're not drinking bottles anymore, I can kind of get that into the yogurt if I need be, but it is very, very good for behaviors. I highly, highly recommend that one. And I highly recommend the G DMG. 
Um, so yeah, again, buildingthepuzzle.com. You will find all the blog posts under there. Again, it's under Through a Mother's Eyes. Um, and I hope you guys, you know, got a lot of information out of this podcast. I will say you're not going to hear a lot about these things, but as you start researching, you will definitely come across more as you get into it and you will see the amount of parents that have done this route and how it's worked for them. And you'll, you'll think to yourself, okay, it's, it's worth a shot. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and like always, thank you guys for your support. I hope you have a wonderful day. For Autism, Building Building the the Puzzle, puzzle, one piece at at a time, time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, They can be reached at grayson-company.com dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys